This week on the Toast of This Podcast, we'll be joined by Jonathan from the Speakeasy Pod Songwriters Podcast. Are you going to intro him? Am I going to intro him? You could, yeah, but we can at least do some fire, some some stuff. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Jonathan from the uh, Songwriters. This is Mike. This is Mike. And this is Justin. Hey there, this is Mike. And this is Justin. This is, you're, you're Mike this week. I'm, Ju- I'm Mike. Hi, this is Mike. This is Justin. And this is a very special week for us. Start over. I really hate being you. Go uh, ahead. Fuck. One more time. I hate being me too, dude. <laughs> now it feels horrible, actually. <laughs> dude, it, it's like a like a like an existential dread. I feel like I have no money. You're not, yeah. You're yeah. not wrong. And I feel like I live in an apartment where all the fucking outlets don't work. <laughs> Man, that was personal. This is a really special week, dude. Why is that? Dude, this week we have a guest for the first time ever. The first guest ever on the Toast to This podcast. Yeah, man. Have yeah. we really run out of material already? That's it, yeah. Episode 17, we're already out. <laughs> That's, that was it. That document that we made with all of our ideas is looking kind of dry. <laughs> it's empty. I just saw a t- tumbleweed. <laughs> Um, very Texas. Very Texas. <laughs> so now you're on. Uh, now you're on our podcast, motherfucker. No. Uh, your little <laughs> yeah, introduction, bro. right? You have. Uh, you have anything to say for yourself? Uh, yeah, I didn't do it. You didn't do it. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, so, I mean, you wanted to be on our podcast so bad, John. No, you sent me you like six emails begging me to ahead. be on our podcast. Tell us what yeah. you want to talk so what about. What did you want to say so badly, dude? <laughs> First off, you invited me. Um, <laughs> um, but no, I, I am an audio engineer, musician. I host the, my own podcast, the songwriter speakeasy podcast. Yeah. And that was a lot of fun to be on there last week, man. It's, it's basically like drunk history, but with musicians and we talk about writing songs. <laughs> yeah. um, Are you drinking right now? Yeah. I'm drinking the old fashioned right now. Very nice. That's what kind of, what kind of whiskey did you put in that? Uh, so I went out and bought, so this brand is like a sleeper because it's really cheap, but it's actually really fucking good. Um, it's Four Roses. Oh, Four Roses is awesome. Yeah. Oh, shit. Mike knows so. about that. <laughs> Cheers, man. Cheers, bro. I'm having I gotta a... Gra- I gotta grab a drink now. I oh, know. you don't have a drink? What the fuck, dude? Yeah, nah, fuck, I don't. Dude? I'm gonna. I'm about to get some... Wait, wait. <clears throat> let me make this special. This one's just for you. I can't hear you, but let me get yeah, your dude. legit reaction. <laughs> he just reaches into his fridge. You'll find something. Dude, I love that he's posted up in his kitchen. I fuck with that. Yeah. Well, I, I moved it because <laughs> it's there's so too convenient. Po- there's two things going on there's a meditation going on in this other room with my my girlfriend is on zoom with like all these clients and she's doing something so she's like you have to like not laugh like you're the way you laugh and I was, <laughs> well, and how do I you was laugh like, <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> like seth rogan yeah yeah exactly <laughs> yeah yeah love it um but yeah no i i'm a audio engineer producer podcast dude uh what else i don't know i survived cancer all that bullshit that's Did you really? right yeah yeah, that's yeah. right. Holy shit. Wait, tell yeah. us about... Let's jump right into it. Let's just jump right into that, yeah. Uh, yeah, so when I was 22... Um I was having headaches for a month straight, like the worst headaches you can imagine. And then um, I kept going like, ah, fuck that. I don't want to go to the doctors. Doctors are annoying. And then mm-hmm. uh, one day I was at work and I had to leave work because it was just way too bad. And then my mom was all like, all right, I'm taking you to the hospital. And I was like, nah, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, yeah, they did a MRI and x-ray and all that shit. And they saw a brain tumor. Um, oh, fuck. So, wow. uh, yeah, I just... Um, um, 
did like chemo, surgery, radiation, all that shit. Now I'm good. Wow. Shit, man. Yeah, well, that, happy to have you here. More ways than one. Thanks, dude. <laughs> that's fucking incredible. Yeah. yeah. That's, uh, that's, I don't know whether to say like congratulations or like. <laughs> no, to, that's or big. Go to the fucking doctor. Yeah. <laughs> what's, yeah. A, what's your biggest takeaway from that, do you think? Um, I don't know. I, a lot of people ask me like, oh, do you have like a life thing? Like, do you look at life differently? And I'm like, no. Not really. No. Um, a lot of people are asking me if I got that medical marijuana card. And I was like, no, dude. <laughs> Could you if you wanted to, though? Uh, I don't know. Um, I, I never tried. And I don't know. I don't like weed. It makes me sleepy. So Yeah, I don't, I'm not a huge fan either, honestly. Same. Yeah. yeah that's fine actually between us all being engineers i feel like we all have a decent work ethic yeah 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 and so like i can i that's the same exact excuse for me is like it just i get nothing done that's what it is man i i haven't ever tried to smoke weed and work but i don't think it would go well yeah, yeah. i don't know it just makes me want to go to sleep and and then I'm like not productive and don't do anything and I yeah. eat a bunch of bad food. <laughs> yeah, dude. Didn't you, uh, you actually mentioned this to me before. Didn't you write a song sort of based on that whole experience that you had when you were 22? Yeah. Um, the, so I wrote the instrumentals to the song, nothing like you. And, um, the lyrical content is about like our ex bandmate, but the, uh, instrumentals mm -hmm. I was kind of writing to that experience, like, you know, the yeah. whole chaotic nature of the song and, you know, know everything yeah. is like chromatic and diminished and shit so um i was gonna mention actually yeah you uh you sent me the stems for that and i've been sort of tearing it apart and like listening <laughs> to stuff and it it's really interesting like like you and i had talked about music theory and how that plays into our writing and stuff and there's right. like there's some genuinely interesting stuff in your writing in this one like not only just because you play in a hardcore band utmost is your band it's a hardcore band yeah and uh it's i mean hardcore just generally is really rhythmic and like discordant sometimes and cool that way but this song specifically i feel like is you you actually have some interesting quote unquote like jazz-esque chords in there <laughs> it's weird because like i don't really like jazz music <laughs> yeah, yeah well you but, don't have to to appreciate yeah. it you know but um yeah i i've gotten that a lot is like you know i write like really weird chords that jazz people make like i remember i was in class and my theory teacher i was like yo like i wrote this chord for a song and i think it's cool and it's weird and it shouldn't work but it kind of does and then she was like oh that's like a major seventh at 11 or some shit and she yeah, was like, very jazzy and i was like i all right <laughs> sure, sure, you man. storm out as a kid fuck jazz <laughs> 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 you fucking throw your guitar at the fuck. wall but no yeah. man that's like jazz has just become the catch-all term for like not normal <laughs> which is not i don't know i don't know if that's necessarily true once we surpass sevens and we're into nines it's official it's official yeah. Jazz, yeah 11s and 13s that's yeah. like you can't stop it if you My just dad... stick with seven chords it's just christmas music yeah i'm dreaming nah. um <laughs> so yeah no My... that that utmost song is very christmasy yeah, super Christmassy, dude. I wrote yeah, it about dude. Christmas, actually. I lied. Oh, you lied. Okay. <laughs> I yeah, thought yeah. you guys were like a holiday band. Like you guys only did Christmas music. Kind of like a me, Have you guys heard of the record uh, "Bring the Season"? Bring the season. Bring, that sounds like a hard. Bring the Christmas season. Out. It's by. Um, 
I, I forgot the band bring me, name. Bring Me the Horizon? Or no, 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 no. Bring the Season. This like deathcore band made a holiday album. <laughs> One of them was Jingle Bells and everything. The instruments were all clean. They sounded nice Christmassy. And then the vocals were just, <laughs> you know? Like, I have to fucking hear this, dude. <laughs> dude. Yeah, look up I Bring the Season. I can't go another minute in my life without hearing this. <laughs> Are you sure it's called Bring the Season? Yeah, Bring the Season. I forgot the band name though, but. Um, Fuck. Yeah, I don't see it on Spotify. I don't see it's it on YouTube. <laughs> it's old. I don't dude. even see it on the internet, dude. Bring. The Are you season. making this up, dude? I'm not making no, it I t- up. I typed this right into Google. I, I wrote "Bring the season, jingle bells." Oh, is it by Let's I Declare see. War? Yes, I Declare War. There I love I Declare War, dude. They're great. How'd you find that? I'm better. I'm better. <laughs> I actually took You're a class a better... in college, and this is not a joke. I took Shut a the class fuck up in about college Google? that was uh, that was how to use Google. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> I swear to God, you just type something in and click. Search. It was like it was like <laughs> search engine optimization, uh, like the class. <laughs> That's like, do you remember? Do they still have this? The I'm feeling lucky button? I don't know if they do still have that. Why did they take it away? It was cool. It used to work. I remember the big joke was you would type in uh, wars that the French won, and then it would say, did you mean wars that the French lost? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what was this? Wars that the French surrendered. It was uh, it was the I'm feeling lucky button on Google. Oh, that's fucking hilarious. It was this band. It reminds me of this band, uh, uh, <clears throat> War from a Harlot's Mouth. Do you know that one? It's like another really hardcore band. They're more like deathcore, I think. It sounds familiar, but... I... They, have a, they have a song um, that... The breakdown is a machine gun. Of course. <laughs> it's badass. This is, this is like some job for a cowboy shit. Yeah, it's of course. One, okay, it is. now this listen to the beautiful. listen to the name of this song. If this isn't the most like early two thousands hardcore band shit, it's uh the name is War from a Harlot's Mouth. If you wanna blame us for something wrong, please abuse this song. Oh Why was God. everybody so into long ass song titles back in like two thousand? <laughs> I know Devil Wears Prada used to do that, like yeah. every song title. <laughs> Fuck yeah. They had the song Assistant to the Regional Manager, which is mm-hmm. that nice office reference and you know nice man shit. html yeah. rules dude <laughs> dude jingle bells jingle bells is the greatest song on here it's so heavy because they so do the great. opener like <laughs> and then they just come in <laughs> so clean and like they didn't put any verb on his voice or anything so it just uh, sounds just like, like really like dislocated from everything else god it's, please oh, play a great. clip of this this is great yeah i can i'll drop a clip in hope uh, we're dropping a clip that is so, so fucking Jeremy, funny. Jeremy's on it. Get okay. a clip, Jer. We have this Jer. fake, uh, yeah, this fake funny. assistant that he doesn't like it when you call him fake. Listen to our, listen to our podcast, John. Come on. Yeah, Just yeah. Totally Jeremy is. Like, the the cheers to this. Oh, you don't even know the name, dude. Cheers to this. <laughs> Isn't it called that? It's called Cheers to that. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Speaking of Cheers which, to welcome that. to Cheers to That. How fucking dare you? Yeah. I'm Justin. Welcome. I'm Mike from <laughs> Cheers to from Cheers to that. That's fucking great, man. So, cancer survivor, hardcore uh, engineer. Or do you only do, en- do you engineer only like music like that? No, nah, I've or worked on like actual? indie stuff, and and um, right now I'm working on like a pop dude. Do you have a preference? Like, although like you you do mainly play hardcore. Um, I don't know. I just like. I like things that have a lot of energy and like slap to them, if you know what I mean. Like I, I like mixing things where I can make the drums sound really fucking big. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so I I don't know. I like a lot of pop shit because the drums sound massive and then, you know, a lot you of- You mix your own stuff? Yeah. I fucking Did, hate mixing my own music. How dude. are you getting the size of like like your last album that you like, or like ha- Hang Dog, like uh, something like that? Like how did you- So I actually sent it to uh, Mike 
collation for mastering, but I did oh, okay. recording, mixing, and, you know, production, songwriting. Was the master drastically different? Yeah. Um, okay. I mean, on Hangdog, I'd say the master was a lot more similar to the actual mix I did, but on Nothing Like You, he just, like, took it to a whole new level. I usually mix, like, pretty loud anyway, so um, yeah. I had to drop it a couple couple db when i sent it to him to make sure he has some wiggle room a little bit to work with yeah yeah but um <clears throat> but yeah uh mixing i feel like i feel like uh hangdog there was more like uh interesting mixing things i did um like that intro of hangdog um yeah that sound th at the beginning yeah that is from i i went to a environmental protest with my girlfriend and the people there were like chanting some songs and shit so i just busted out my iphone and recorded it and then one of the chants they were doing the lyrics in it kind of sounded similar to the to the um message of hangdog so i just like chopped it up and put two different samples oh you, you know, mentioned changed. that yeah it was from like a, a big rally yeah and then i um drop tuned it or raised the pitch or whatever to make sure it was in key with the song and then did some editing because there was like bongo hits and shit in there so i took those out and then added a <laughs> bunch of shit to it and then that's what i got nice man yeah no it sounds really cool it sounds like it sounds like you did a lot of interesting shit i i do have a question though um on your yeah like your latest release on uh on utmost yeah hangdog no it's uh, style sick. It feels like kind of a different, like a different direction for your band. <laughs> oh my god! All right, like, yeah. And so... I like, I don't want to get you wrong. Like, I mean, I, I appreciate like the scene. It's full... groundbreaking. It's it groundbreaking. is groundbreaking. <laughs> yeah, but it's just like if you look at like the history of Upmost, it feels like kind of a departure. <laughs> you know uh yeah no we just wanted to drop all the hardcore elements and go right to like trap like edm uh, yeah no yeah it felt, <laughs> it felt that way man what was your inspiration for that uh meth <laughs> meth and, and sick style dude how who was first by the way so if people won't know but john like his band utmost actually had there's another band called that on spotify that has no songs except for this one horrible shit shit trap. garbage trap song it's like it's really bad it's not even good i mean i don't mind i don't mind rap it's just bad yeah, <laughs> i would imagine that we were first but um like have you i don't know it's just the it's one of those weird things where we posted our shit someone else had the the same name so for some yeah. reason our music is like posting their shit as well on our artist page so um, <laughs> that's so I, I, I literally it's... i asked my vocalist i was like yo can you like remove that he was like i don't know how and i was like all right spotify or something it's funny it's probably like, them. a lot I mean, of people the only are thing guilty they... of that like uh even cartel for a lot of years there was like this reggaeton like mexican <laughs> rap band also car Dude. called cartel <laughs> and if you look sick. up cartel on on spotify yeah it's fucked up i think they might that's have finally sick. fixed Dude, it but sick. for years it was like that yeah do you have any embarrassing old music like before you felt like an established musician do yeah, you have anything um, that you can give us from when you were like you know I don't know what's the first recording you've had, but give us something. Uh, do you mean like in a band that I was in, or yeah, anything just that's, like that. that you feel embarrassed to talk about? That's yeah, what I, I um, the we're first all, we're all gonna meet you, by the way, with something from our past. <laughs> yeah, we all have the really first band I was in. Shit. Yeah, the first band I was in was like a um, electronic metalcore band, nice. like <laughs> in the realm of like Attack Attack and shit. Okay, and that's so okay. funny. <laughs> we were called Two Emerald City. Two Emerald City. <laughs> 
<laughs> like nice, the man. like Wizard of Oz or whatever. Yeah. Do you have any recordings of that? I don't know. You, they're probably on YouTube somewhere. Um, but Dude, we you used have to, to find it. We used to do that trap where we would name our songs like weird inside jokes, like nice. sticks. Like sticks. We had this song called Cheesy Bread, and it was because one day we just ordered like seven cheesy breads from Domino's. Nice. Or uh, there was a song called. Uh, I'm realizing this now, but a lot of them have to do with something that involves food okay but um (laughs) we uh we went to the gas station and they used to have this deal where it was uh two for one uh honey buns so we used to just stack up on honey buns and um the dude was like you guys are eating all this and we were like yeah and he was like oh i'll see you in the hospital and then we named the song (laughs) see you in the hospital um i don't know what else you bought so many honey buns that the cashier was but you gotta show us though you gotta give us the music you gotta hear it dude you you just gotta research it (laughs) honey uh what is it see you in the hospital yeah i don't know if you'll find all of it i think cheesy bread (laughs) is up somewhere this is, I actually found it. <laughs> oh, God. Cheesy bread? No, <laughs> yeah. see you in the hospital. It starts off with like a piano thing, I think. Also, <laughs> dude, the sub drops. Dude, I'll give you one more uh, song name that we were going to do. Um, we broke up before we could release this song, but it was called. Um, <laughs> it was. Let me try and remember it. Uh, <laughs> Bill Cosby's Bathroom Stall Extravaganza Dubstep <laughs> Remix Part 3. <laughs> that was <God. laughs> that was because uh, I think we were recording in Manhattan at our vocalist's cousin's school's studio. And okay. um, there was like some dude came into the stall and I wasn't there, but they said that he looked like Bill Cosby. <laughs> and they said, <laughs> they said that he went into the bathroom stall and just started farting like crazy so shit they were yeah they were gonna name it something like bill cosby's bathroom straw stall like symphony there it is jesus Uh, christ part three dojo remix that's what (laughs) that would mean something completely different like this this yeah like in 2012 yeah i think that anything (laughs) involving bill cosby yeah no not a good idea that was back in (laughs) when he was okay i guess yeah (laughs) when he was okay (laughs) or at least when When, everybody (laughs) didn't know that he wasn't okay yeah Yeah. back when he checked he checked out as a human it was good. yeah when he he passed the the test or whatever yeah man that's, <laughs> that's funny so as funny. shit have you watched tiger king yet nah so me uh me and my girlfriend wanted to watch it and then she was just like i don't think we can there's too much animal abuse and i was like what yeah i don't really care there's barely any and if anything there's human abuse in there <laughs> really <laughs> like for them oh All yeah isn't there like the, a murder trial in that what is the girl's name like uh the yeah, one that, yeah, oh yeah. carol carol baskin carol yeah, baskin like, god damn carol baskin i haven't Goddamn seen it but i'd imagine that's how they sound like he's like if that bitch tries to come through the fence i'm gonna put a cap in her oh <laughs> god damn dude, he's crazy so dude, what is the crazy is he so that the star of tiger king is he like the husband of carol baskin or no like, the the reason that if you're not gonna watch if you guys don't mind some no, sort of like spoil, synopsis spoil it, please dude, spoil it all yeah thank it, you so it's a docu-series this guy like the whole beginning of the series it took like it took five minutes for you to get this guy's uh, intrigue in the culture mm-hmm. was that he's a documentary filmmaker and he went to this zoo or something like that or some some pl- parking lot or something and he was in Florida. Somebody opened a van. There was a snow leopard in it. The fuck? Oh, okay. And he's like <laughs> in the in a van in a cage and he's like Dude, that's okay. badass. So he's like that's like the rarest cat in the world. Holy shit. And then he's like he's like why is this and he's like because and the guy goes like because I bought it. 
<laughs> like, okay. He's like, where did well, you I buy it from? <laughs> and that kind of, that's like the last you really hear of like this documentary filmmaker. You hear him every now and then, but it, there's so many interviews and so much shit going on that like, you don't even remember that it's like, it just feels like a TV show after this point. Cause there's just so much stuff. So there's three zoo owners. I forgot the middle guy's name. He has like long hair and he's like, he was nice, a mentor, nice. but it's three zoo owners, Carol Baskin. She's, um, she's in South Carolina or okay. Florida. Um, one of those. And then there's, then there's Joe, Exotic Joe. He's in, he's in Florida. And then he's the one, he's like become the meme. Yeah. He's in, sorry. Joe. He's in the Midwest. He's, he's in the, the Midwest. He's the one with like, like the mullet or whatever. And yeah. The and, the, and the eyebrow yeah. tattoo so or he, eyebrow yeah. piercing that's like falling yeah. off. Yeah, and then the, and then the uh, middle guy is in like South Carolina and owns like, you know, Charles <coughs> Safari, Charles, yeah, whatever, whatever. Yeah. I think so I'm anyway, get it, that eyebrow thing. <laughs> I don't know, man. It ju- dude, it jumps That's between sick. all these people and everybody is like an extreme narcissist. Some of these people have like 400 cats. Fucking like, Christ. Yeah, dude. but they're, zo- they're zoos. They're like wildcat zoos and like they feed them. <clears throat> I mean, they, they feed them and like you realize like how much it costs to have them all. And like Joe yeah. was like, yeah, I burn about a half a million dollars a year in meat. Holy Jesus Christ. shit. In meat just to feed all of his animals. And it's like, I, like they all, you could tell they all started from like like a place of like uh you know pita sort of mindsets where they were like right. at one point these people were not foolish themselves and like now they're like the worst possible person that you could ever believe in and joe is like this fame hungry loud obnoxious person that's like he was filming his own internet show the reason he coined the term Tiger King was because a producer came down and was like, this guy's a perfect reality star. And like he made up the show Ti- <laughs> Tiger King and his de- his deal was like, you film my that's why all this footage was out. He's like, you film my TV show, my internet show and I'll do your, your fucking uh, your reality show. And like the guy's like, that's my retirement right there as a TV <laughs> producer. He's like, that's perfect. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, I'll film your stupid internet show. He's like, as long as you do this thing and, and like just as it goes on I mean, murder gets introduced, like, you know, Dude. hits get introduced, like... The what? But, like, what the fuck is this show about? It's about three... I don't get it. It eventually follows... Tigers, it really, dude. Yeah, it's it really follows Joe. Tigers, I mean, dude. it follows Joe, but for the most part, it follows all three of them. But in reality, it's like a court case leading up to, like... Joe, uh, Joe lost his zoo at one point because he fought Carol Baskin on all these slander things that they were, he was slandering her, dude. He's like, there's, cause he was doing, he would do it on his internet show. He'd be like, I want to kill Carol Baskin. Like all these things, like I wish that bitch was dead. Like all these things. But the funny thing, the funny thing is, is that the murder for hire thing didn't come in until a dude at the end. So Carol sued him. He kept fighting it, fought it with lawyers and then lost, lost. It was like 20 million in retribution that he had to pay her. So his, his zoo was broke they had no money and like he's trying to work it out and a guy from vegas came in this guy jeff Lowe came in and was like i mean any business person would be like this zoo is hurting and i love big cats i'm gonna come out from under him and take it from him so joe signed the whole zoo in his name and then joe basically this is this is where it becomes a gray area either uh either joe exotic really wanted to kill carol or jeff Lowe was planting a story and fraud and embezzlement and all this stuff money laundering and capturing it because joe filmed everything so jeff pretty much had like i said he's been filming everything since he was like open the zoo like tw- the whole thing just has like fucking duck dynasty vibes to me and i just don't it's care. more dude it's more I than that it's make so much dirty it's it. so much dirtier than that dude yeah but Je- this jeff low guy could have easily planted this whole thing on him and made basically got joe to sign his whole zoo over to him 
and then Joe basically went to federal prison. Fuck. I'm not gonna lie, this doesn't sound too interesting to me. Bro, it's, <laughs> I can tell you, no, no, no tigers are really getting abused. Plus, they're all captivity tigers. They're not like wild tigers put into <laughs> captivity. They're like born and raised in captivity. They're not like you know, huh. it's different. It's different than like stealing. So they don't know Africa. what they're missing, is what you're saying. So Pretty they're much, slaves yeah. to the man. Yeah, they're slaves they're to the man. Slaves to capitalism. But I mean, hey, right. they get paid really. They're they get they get fed really well, and they're like you know, the Carol Baskin who's like a no pet shelter. She's like, you cannot touch the tigers. But Joe will like bring a baby out, cubs out, and like let every person fucking touch it. And like this, this kind of reminds me of like when I was in Thailand. Uh, we so there's a lot of like animal sanctuaries. Some of them are actually good, and some of them are like you know they drug the animals and abuse them and shit mm-hmm. um basically the way you know that if it's an animal sanctuary is if they don't let you like ride the animal and shit then you know yeah. they're probably good <laughs> um <laughs> like there was like a tiger thing and if you look at photos like uh you get to like pose with the tiger or whatever and usually the tiger looks like fucked up and drugged out and you know Jesus. uh they yeah they do that to kind of docile them yeah yeah oh my god it's something like five thousand are in captivity in the u.s and like a thousand or less than a thousand are in the wild in in on earth oh my god i think it's like less than 500 or something like that so are they like almost extinct then yeah well not well see that's part of their argument is like how do you make more tigers when they're when they're endangered they're like you fucking breed them and that's what i gotta stop fucking throwing these dudes off the cliff that's what i'm saying <laughs> that and that brings me to my next point. What do you think about hyenas? I don't know. I've never seen one. Never met one. Never met one. <laughs> never met one, dude. Oh. I know. Where are you, Texas? I know Texas got some fucking Texas, hyenas. Oh, we up got all there. hyenas down here. Coyotes and fucking chupacabra. <laughs> oh, the chupacabra. <laughs> the only thing that I've ever seen about a chupacabra was from that show. Unsolved Mysteries. Unsolved. We oh. talked about Unsolved Mysteries we like did. two weeks ago. Why is this I coming know. back? It's so <laughs> weird. Shit. Dude, I love all the like true crime and shit. Me and my girlfriend watch that stuff all the time. Nice, God. Man. Yeah, there's a lot of good true crime podcasts I listen to. Yeah, bro. have you heard of My Favorite Murder? Yeah, I have. Yeah. I haven't uh, heard of that one. I'm going to save that one. It was something like Last Podcast on the Left, I think. That's another good one. My Favorite Murder is interesting because it's... Like it's basically these <clears throat> these two women, each of them um, study like research a murder trial or a murder case or unsolved anything really like any yeah, kind of like true crime heavy. thing. Yeah, yeah, and so they each research their own and they don't tell the other one about it until they get on this podcast. The first like. 20 30 minutes is them just basically shooting the shit and then the final like the the whole rest of it is like they take turns telling these stories and it's always like really fucked up stuff but it's from the perspective of these two girls it's kind of interesting it's funny yeah they're cool um and they'll go pretty into it they'll be like oh yeah this shit happened (laughs) yeah it's kind of like the way they talk about it they'll kind of act like they were actually there um, yeah which is interesting it is, they're both like actors or something, aren't they? Something like that. Like I don't personalities know. Personalities and they're they both live in California, I think. I'm not I'm not totally I don't know shit. I'm totally talking on my ass right now. But like yeah. they uh, I know when they do live shows, it's cool because they'll pick a case that's from whatever town that they're in. Oh, so that's like sick. it's super personal to all the people that they're talking to. Right. You know, which is interesting. Oh, Mike. Have you got- so I yeah. figured I'd ask, what have you been working on lately? Like uh, I know uh, Justin mentioned that you do audio shit too. Um, I've been a lot. I've been kind of. Evol- 
involved in his band, I guess, a decent amount. He's uh-huh. like he the, joke- the unspoken fourth member of my band. Yeah, yeah he jokes I'm like that. I, I like production is like one of my biggest things is like mm-hmm. rewriting or adding or hearing things. Or I mean, there was one song I think I developed one of the melodies in it just because like he was stuck and I just like drunkenly sang something. So, like, <laughs> nice. like, but so then weird. after that, it's like he could be yeah. like, I, I know but what you to like now. develop it from there. You know, so, I mean, it's, yeah. it's helpful to sometimes like and I'm sure you can relate to this. It's like you get to, sort of to a, a spot in your writing where you're stuck and you really have no idea where to go with it and just getting a second ear on it, especially like a producer that you know. Yeah. You know, getting a second ear on it can be so helpful. You and know? the funny I've, thing, we yeah, so we can construct we can construction <coughs> Pro Tools so fast, especially yeah. when we're recording together. Like, I mean, I can I can make it. I'm so fast in Pro Tools. I mean, so is Justin, but we can just like show an idea <laughs> super quick during the recording process that it's like, this is what I'm thinking. And then you just do it. And then it's like, you know, within 10 minutes, you can decide whether you want to move on right. or you want to be like, yeah, yeah, keep that. That's fucking great. You know? Yeah. For just sure. a side note. Uh, you saying that you're so fast in Pro Tools made me think of, uh, have you heard of Yingwe Malmsteen? Ingve Ingve. Yeah, Ingve Malmsteen. Yeah, he's oh, big, shit. 80s, big 80s fucking artist. Called and, out, uh, dog. So Mr. Scalp, scalp <laughs> this, fretboard. This like uh, TV reporter was interviewing him, and there, and she said, "Why do you have a Ferrari sticker on all the all your guitars?" And he goes, "Because I play really fast." <laughs> <laughs> He's like, there's been a, I mean, if you, are you, a, are you a fan of his? Uh, I don't really care about like shredders. I don't give a shit. Oh, uh, like, cause I've had my, my like music, I guess I've, I've been through so many like genres and phases in my life. I mean, that's kind of why I settle on pop as like something that's really like top 40, like the top, top sort of shit that's out. Like um, what? I, Examples, most pop, I want to hear it. I mean, I like if it depends on what you're looking. Dua Lipa right now is like absolutely killing it. Like if you listen to Dua Lipa stuff, her producer's doing a bunch of 70s funk and no. layering that and do. Oh, dude. D-U-A-L-I-P-A is a, is two two words. Yeah. Fucking I, dope. Like absolutely incredible bass lines. Like so fun to listen to. Yeah, man. Um, Speaking of incredible bass lines, I think Charlie Puth is like one of the coolest. Oh yeah, fuck yeah. So him, Mendez, Sean Mendez, or maybe you know, uh, you know his song "Attention." Yeah, the bass lines a piano. Yeah, it's all MIDI, dude. (laughs) It sounds so good though, dude. I know it sounds fucking great. You know what? That's a good question, bro. Like, there's a lot of people that get really elitist about shit like that. Like, some people will never use sampled drums, or they will never use sampled bass. Or I know this answer from him. The 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 place (laughs) that I I land on it is if it sounds good then who fucking cares right you yeah know? that's but exactly like, what, are, what are your thoughts on. yeah yeah um, i mean it's about creating the art if you're getting across the emotion that you're trying to get across then who the fuck cares how you got there you know yeah mm-hmm. i've Super heard of a lot of alien. people like going through all these weird roundabout ways to like use their natural drums and it's like dude you could just put a sample on it and you'll get there in two seconds rather than spending a half hour like gating it and doing all this weird crazy shit just to make it usable yeah and maybe it doesn't even sound as good as you doing a sample i'm all about like you know you just do whatever the song whatever will make the song sound amazing do that you know yeah that's exactly where i'm at I've had I've had a band one time and like my biggest pet peeve with working with bands is like the ones when they just get a little not diva ish, but they have some sort of idea of how they want to do it versus like how you know how to approach getting there. Like like that, for instance, like you're recording a hardcore band. You're probably before even recording them, you're like 50 50 on like these are either going to be real drums or they're going to be fake drums, depending on your setup. 
You know what I mean? And if you don't have a good setup for drums, like I think nine times out of 10, it's going to be fucking fake drums because it's going to sound dope. Yeah. And, you know, the, the way that I kind of approach it is um, I'll use samples, but I'll use them in a way that sounds natural. Like I don't like clicky sounding samples and, and yeah, drums and no. shit. Like I feel like you, if the kick drum sounds like then I'm like, dude, I don't fuck with that. Yeah. Well, I'll but mix it, that in. Like, I'll I, I usually mic inside and outside. So, like the in, interior right. mic, a lot of times I'll try to find the the click in there just to get that attack to make it cut through a little bit. Right. And the, the exterior mic is where you get that bass, you know. But de but deathcore, even like deathcore or death <clears throat> metal, like I'd like or black metal, like that sort of kick, that tappy. But well, we can like, just write off black metal entirely. That shit, <laughs> they record that shit on a cell phone and that they do I'm it just, on purpose. I'm just know? saying, like that tappy. That when I where I was going with the other thing is where someone's trying, some band members trying to tell me like I really want to do it like this, and I'm gonna be like, yeah, it's gonna sound like shit. Like yeah. or like you or you're gonna make me like a, a world of work that. I don't want to do because I know what sound you want and like you're telling me how to get there in the wrong way that's one thing I really appreciated it. about working with you is you're such an asshole about shit <laughs> I'm not trying like, to waste your time well, and yeah, I don't yeah, want you to waste you're mine like, you're like well that's gonna sound like shit and here's why and it's like okay <laughs> like the one I mean, thing yeah that, yeah the one thing i'm like kind of elitist about is um if you're using an aquarian super kick you should throw it in the garbage an aquarian <laughs> super kick that's dude, a i have that sample library dude no no the aquarian super kick the head oh okay. never mind never dude, mind those thought, sound oh, like man, absolute shit i've never heard one dude what are they like really clicky no they're not clicky at all they're like a lot of like when you record them, all you hear is like two hundred. <laughs> is it just like, like a? Is it just like, like a garbage? A, is it like Fuck. a big tom drum? <laughs> no, it's for your kick drum, but it it just. No, sounds, I'm saying, yeah, does it yeah, sound but, like a big tom drum? Dude, it sounds like if a big tom drum was muffled with like a whole roll of paper towels, and then you decided to hit it with a mallet. <laughs> Fuck. That's funny. <clears throat> yeah, I'll I don't like that, Aquarian man. super kicks at all. I don't think they sound good in, in any genre. <laughs> <laughs> That's like anyway. the uh that what was that Metallica album with the uh with the oh, fucking Anger? disgusting snare, yeah. Yeah, Saint Anger. Yeah. Um what did yeah, he do? That's... He like took the wires off or something? I think he put a penny under it, like inside the snares. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I he did. Lars Gross, is dude. such an awful drummer. He's like... so bad, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I remember all his songster shit. Like, it's funny him <laughs> bitching about songster and all the other members of the band just take a step back. And it's like, dude, you offer nothing to this group. <laughs> you are the most replaceable person here He's just and the, the biggest person in Napster or whatever. That's his whole, yeah, Napster. That's his whole Napster. thing. Yeah. Um, no, nah, I feel like, like I was watching their documentary when they were recording one of their records. Uh, yeah. Like monster or something like that. Yeah, I think it was that one. And uh, I remember there was this scene where like they wrote like a cool riff, and I was like, "Oh, okay, tight." And then Lars just couldn't figure out a drum beat to go with it. <laughs> like he was like, "Dude, it's stock. I can't do anything with it. It sucks." And it's what? like, "Dude, <laughs> the fuck? I immediately thought of like seven different things that could work there. And he's like, "Dude, I, I can't play to it. It sucks." He sucks ass, dude. He's, he's not the that. worst drummer. Is this in four four? <laughs> yeah i had a friend once ask me if i could teach them how to play drums and i was like i'll you'll be better than lars Ulrich by the end of the day there you go <laughs> <laughs> hey john do you play anything outside of guitar like as a like i feel like as a producer you kind of have to be a little bit good on everything you know like do you agree with that um 
I feel like you have to understand everything at least. Yeah. Like um I I play guitar, bass, uh some vocals. Mhm. And I feel like I understand drums very well, but I don't know how to play them. Yeah. Like I could like say I'm programming drums or something. I'll know like, oh, a, a polyrhythm would be cool here. Or like, Yeah, yeah. So you can program shit. Yeah. Like a lot of the yeah. drums in Nothing Like You, I wrote in Tabit. And then um, my drummer, Alex, like kind of put his own thing to. But a yeah, lot of yeah. it, he kind of stayed true to, which is cool. Do you do any vocals in the band, like backup vocals at all? In Nothing Like You, I did that. Uh, do you know that part where it sounds like the vocals go way higher? Um, I can't think of it off the top of my head. <laughs> um, yeah, I do that part. So I'll oh, sometimes just, do vocals. Uh, do you have like high screams? I'm not really good at it, but I'd say the closest thing would be like uh, the vocalist from like Devil Wears Prada. But have you ever heard of the band... Uh, uh, Blood Brothers. Yeah, oh, yeah, fuck yeah, love Blood Brothers. Car yeah. crash rhymes with uh, what is uh, it? Serious something like that. Oh, yeah. love rhymes with serious car crash. Yeah. yeah. Love um, I I remember I tried out for a band that was kind of like that, like on vocals, two vocalists and <clears throat> um, screaming back and forth. No, it was so they were. It was like the studio I was interning at. It was like his like side project. Uh -huh. Um, and I remember I tried out for it and they loved it at first, but they were, I think they were just looking for something a little different, but, um, yeah, hmm. uh, I'd, I'd say I kind of try and go for that route. <laughs> like the really like high pitched, like yeah. attitude, sassy shit. I love their shit, dude. It's, it's like glam at the, it's, it's, I don't know. I love it. They yeah, have that song, huge gold AK 47. So good. Have you, have you heard of this band? I've been listening to this band called the Callus Doa Boys. Never heard of that, no. Dude, they're sick. They're like they're like Dillinger. I, I feel like that's probably the closest thing is that they're kind of like Dillinger, Every Time I Die, all that. I love Every Time I Die. Oh, I met the vocalist. Really? Yeah, I so I work at Starbucks as like my day job or whatever. And uh, I'm in Buffalo, which is where they're from. And he walked into the store and ordered a coffee. And the story of me meeting him is funny because like, I was like, yo, like, has anyone ever told you that you look like the vocalist from, from Every Time I Die? And he was like, yeah, I've gotten that a lot. <laughs> and then um, I was just like, yeah, are you in a band? And he was just like, yeah. And I was like, oh, uh, what band? And he said, Every Time I Die. And I was like, oh, do you play guitar? And he's like, no, I do the vocals. <laughs> but uh, yeah, That's he like hilarious. totally played it off. It was funny. Um, That's funny as That's shit. Funny. Yeah, can you shake his nice hand dude. or anything? Hey, podcast people. This is Mike from the Toast of This Podcast. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you like what you hear, go check us out on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. We'll be posting extra little funny things over there. And if you want to support the channel in any way, we'd really like it if you could share it with your friends or anyone you think would like this podcast. It'll do us a big favor. We don't want any of your money. Don't ever give us any money. Never give us money. If you're thinking about giving us money, don't give us money. Justin does need money, though. Let's be real. You know, on second thought, Justin's, you know, Justin's not doing too well. Anything will help. You know what? Don't give it to him. See you next week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Keith is a nice dude. Um, he he told me he usually like dropped off his wife at his job and then went there and got some coffee or whatever. Yeah, you should you should fucking uh you should get him on on speakeasy. I tried, I tried. <laughs> They're busy dudes. What percentage of like your music, uh, like the utmost stuff, is like influenced by you? Um, 
I feel like we all have a, a good amount of say, um, especially now that we uh, kicked out a member. <laughs> um, oh, but shit. yeah, I feel like it. we pretty much all have a say and we all fuck with whatever we're all writing. Um, lately, we're kind of going like this grungy route, hardcore mixed in. So it's kind of like grunge, but the chariot. <laughs> okay. Um, Are they old friends? Uh, yeah, I, I was in a band with the vocalist uh, when I was like 18 or something. And then um, I was the drummer is someone that I I uh, didn't know until the band, but he's a nice dude. Also, you... both of them are named Alex. <laughs> <laughs> the Alexes. Yeah, the two Alexes. Is there anything that you can kind of, that you kind of think utmost is like for uh, the most part? I feel like we're like every time I die, botch, um, the chariot. So we uh we have this question from a listener. Um, uh huh. Is specifically, honestly, which for you, which is weird. Um, wow. Yeah. No. Yeah. We we mentioned um that you'd be on the show, and they wanted to hear this from you. His name's Ray Mysterio Motter. Wow. Yeah. He said um he said do you sit down or stand up to wipe your ass? And when <laughs> when you do this, do you fold or ball up the toilet paper? If you ball up the toilet paper, you're a fucking psychopath. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's a... <laughs> so I do the uh, lean over method. So you're still kind of sitting, but you're leaning forward. But you like lean forward. Okay. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah, we're yeah. going to consider that. I don't know if I can consider that a sit down. It's got... That's a stand up, dude. dude it's close to a, a sit stand down. Up. Your legs are still on the seat. Yeah. Yeah. But for stability, because you're leaning forward, like you're having a heart attack. It's like yeah. you're about to do a squat. So Sometimes you are, dude. Do you have heart attacks when you take a shit? Every time, bro. You I'm take some kidding. serious shit, Stock. So I you stand sh- up, so but you fold. You fold. <laughs> yeah. So I believe it or not, I shit like a lot. <laughs> I don't uh, believe it, dude. I don't believe it. He's like like an impressive say, amount. <laughs> uh, so probably five to eight times a day. Holy what? shit, dude. Yeah. That's hard. Apple- what are you eating? Applesauce? Every. What are you doing? <laughs> no, I don't know, dude. I think I just like. I think my body just processes. Is it very you just fast? Gotta, your, your fucking metabolism is on crack. I wish it was because I'm still fat ass. <laughs> I think you should go back to the fucking doctor and tell him to check out your ass. All right, front to no. back or back to front? All right, so I know that the proper way is front to back, but back to front is just so much easier. It is. Dude, Why? I respect. I respect that. I do that too. I respect too. your honesty, dude. Dude, like whatever. You know, none of it ever gets in the gooch area. It's fine. Yeah. What are you wiping poo into your gooch? There's yeah, no poo in the on. gooch. No one does. There's that. no. There's no poo in the gooch, dude. Yeah, but but this is super super personal. You have those moments where you slip, don't you? No. It's like very rare. I'm an expert. You s- never nah, slip. You don't never act slip like you've never slipped, bro. I've been wiping my ass for 25 years. Jonathan's okay? a perfect. He's perfect. <laughs> I guess. Dude, I'm 30. I'm 30 and I've slipped more than like a dozen You're times. You're 30? Yeah. Oh my God. I know I'm dying. I'm fucking dying. He's, on his, he's one foot in the grave, dude. He's almost out of here. I'm fucking dude, dying. You might die during this podcast. Dude, you're literally a boomer. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, I'm a boomer. <laughs> I didn't think for a second. I was like, no one's ever called me that. <laughs> like, that's, not, that's not fucking You know true. what's fucked up, actually, is I think I think technically Mike is a millennial and you and I, I might be Gen Z, dude. Wait, how or old Gen- are you? I'm 25, same as you, dog. No, nah, you're a millennial. Oh, wait, yeah. what if you're a millennial and John's like, I'm a, I'm a Z. No, no. <laughs> so oh, the cutoff for millennial is um, if you were born 
like 1996. Okay, yeah. Wow. 95 here, dog. Yeah, me too. I know that. What are you, January? I went April. Dude, I'm January, baby. Why Why is that? Uh, I don't know. I don't know who makes up all this shit. Yeah, some of this seems totally... Oh, we got the baby boomers. Oh. By the way, by the way, if you ever uh, if you ever get asked that, you know, front to back question again by anyone, just say um, side to side. <laughs> I'm a sniper method. I smear. Actually, what a I lot. do is I just insert it in there and then take it out. Yeah, I ball He's it up into my ass and then I pull in. my pants back up and Wait, I don't. Who the hell is fucking balling it up? Who's doing it? Dude, this Ray question Mysterio came from a modder, dude. Yeah, Ray Mysterio modder. It's just a guy that he thinks it's also psychopathic, but <laughs> he said he but, tried it once and he just, he, I don't know. No, I'm starting to think this guy doesn't exist. He no, he's real. I We're just covering the name up. Yeah. <laughs> Send me a link. I don't believe you. That's his, that's his wrestler <laughs> name, dude. His name's Ray Mysterio. Isn't that like a, like a fucking wrestler some shit <laughs> <laughs> we so we got we got questions from people to ask you you're scared and uh what's well, to ask it's not just to ask you it's to ask guests that we're gonna have uh-huh and we covered all their names with uh wrestler names okay yeah nice so you'll never know you'll never know and they're not even full wrestler names it's like part their name and part uh, a wrestler yeah raymond mysterio uh <laughs> yeah yeah whatever sammy savage but bro. Uh, yeah we have a couple more of those man if you want to do i'm some, gonna give you a couple of these questions yeah yeah let's hear it Sammy Savage wants to know what your favorite liquor is. Uh, whiskey. Is it any particular whiskey? Uh, it's not Four s- Roses now, is it? No, my favorite is Buffalo Trace. Um, you can't really find it. It's a little rare. It's because they didn't make many batches of it, but it's not expensive at all. Um, hmm. It's like $34, and I don't know. It's just really good. Um, so I, I think I'm a bourbon dude, but I'm starting to get into rye a little bit. Okay, yeah. Follow-up question from Sammy Savage. Uh, why are you such a little bitch? Because... <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sammy Miracle Savage Whip, is a brutal motherfucker. Miracle Whip or mayonnaise? Ugh, Miracle Whip. Wait, are you saying on a sandwich? Because that changes everything. Not off Who of a spoon. Miracle Whip I don't on really a sandwich? Well, no, off a spoon. <laughs> off a spoon. <laughs> off a spoon. Off who the yeah. fuck is eating mayonnaise <laughs> off a spoon? Just, uh, you know. Sometimes you do with peanut butter. Sometimes you do with mayonnaise. No, you don't. <laughs> sometimes you do. Sometimes you never yeah, eat sometimes. mayonnaise off the spoon. John, sometimes you do, man. Sometimes Are you, you do. a mayonnaise I, spooner? Is that why? I like, I like how... I like how uh, balling the toilet paper was psychopathic, but this is just like, why? <laughs> Eating mayonnaise off a spoon. Sometimes like, I eat mayonnaise off a spoon while I'm wiping my ass with balled up toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's just my average uh, so Wednesday, dog. If you're eating mayonnaise off a spoon, you're sociopathic. <laughs> oh, so yeah. now that's the classic question: like, what's the difference between sociopathic and no psychopathic? No idea. A couple well, the letters, difference maybe? is sociopaths eat mayonnaise for the spoon, and psychopaths <laughs> ball up their toilet paper. Yeah, how, and then the, they put how, it in their drum heads. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> how's how's uh covid affecting the uh area up there like i guess you're in buffalo you're not in the city but have you been in the city since it's happened yeah i was in the city right as they were locking down everything for my tests but yeah uh i remember literally every restaurant was closed um a lot less people were out on the streets which is weird for manhattan yeah i don't know it's definitely more of a ghost town in buffalo and in manhattan and people are all wearing gloves and 
masks, which is like something that they do in China, you know? Like I know I know China, that's like a thing in China is like even before all this stuff like they would wear like masks and stuff. They have like the most pollution like out of any country. Yeah, so, I mean that's sometimes they you got the that. most pollution out of any country, you know what I mean? <laughs> so that's like normal for them to do that sort of shit. The air right. quality over there is not the greatest. There's a have you seen the maps online of since uh they've shut they've like quarantined like the nitrogen levels and stuff like that and the CO2 levels, the oh, differences. Oh, have they like gotten better or whatever? It's it's like China doesn't exist. It's insane. Because I mean, like where you see nitrogen and carbon levels uh just swarming it as if it it was like rain right. and it's just like gone i mean the earth is a, an amazing thing like what it can do in a matter of days or like half days i mean it's insane but yeah i mean doesn't china have like a billion or or two billion people they have yeah they have a sixth of the world they have a billion people in the population damn i know india has like a billion as well probably that would make sense yeah um but yeah i mean we only have about 350 million i think in this country thought it was 480 i thought it was 300 i thought it was yeah let's put it to the test how all right google hit it let's put some money on this boys i know let's do google Google. let's cali has the has more than canada yeah, Cali's what I think fifty five million, thirty six or thirty eight. I could oh, be wrong about all. I this used to, stuff. I used I to, know. I used to live, I used to live there, <clears> and I also uh, used to live in Canada. So I got you on both. Do people call it San Fran? <laughs> they do. They do call it. I call it San Fran. <laughs> Why? No, they want to call it. They they call it Cisco. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's worse. <laughs> what about do you like Frisco, the story so dude? <laughs> do, do you like the story so far? Yeah, I especially love their mixes. Yeah. So they're... that's Panda. That's uh, Sam Pura. That right. dude's that dude's a buddy of my friend Ben. Like I used to work with, and it's so funny. I used to talk about Sam all the time, and my buddy Ben, that was a coworker, used to go to they they went to the same audio college. Nice. And Which I kept one? talking about Sam so much. Uh, it was called Expression College in the Emeryville, California, where like Pixar is. It's like between Oakland and Berkeley. Do you do you think going to audio college is worth it at all? Oh, it's a can of worms. Uh, that's um no. <laughs> I talked <laughs> Justin out of it. He, yeah, yeah, he went, was a big contributing factor to me not going to school. I, I yeah. went to one, and the whole time I was like, I know all this. There I mean, was like if some you want, stuff I learned. I say if you really want that studio life, like if you really want to be in a Nashville studio or you really want to be in an LA studio like you need to go there and say I will eat shit off your floor until you give me a job and yeah, like you gotta that's, like do that's the, the only way route. to do it that's the only way that you can do it if you really want to work there in one of those badass studios I'm like can you believe the fucking line like right. Chris Lord, Aljay just replaced his uh, assistant engineer after like I think it was twelve years. Why do you Fuck. do that? Do you know? Because the guy decided to go do his own thing. Word. He didn't. He, it wasn't like he he had to replace him because the guy was leaving. But like that guy literally does everything for Chris until Chris actually has to mix because right. he has an SSL on each side of a wall and it's a, literally a duplicate. So he yeah. sets up the session along with samples and everything that he would ever need, and then they flip the session through a server and Chris opens it on his side. And I I actually got a quote from Chris Lord Algae one time. Was it like 2G a song? It's 8,000 a song. Jesus. Fuck. Damn. Yeah. It's over $8,000 for a song and he'll spend like somewhere in the ballpark of like two hours on it. Um, <laughs> does that include revisions and shit? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I've heard that apparently when he recalls mixes, he doesn't even like recall it. He'll just listen to his old mix and then put it back to the same settings. Wow. What? Yeah, apparently he'll just go like, oh yeah, yeah, okay, so this needs more of this. And then like he'll just like quickly do everything in like 10 minutes. Oh my god, dude. That's fucking retarded. I mean, <sighs> also, crazy. also you <laughs> could push your revisions to an assistant if you really wanted to do that. I wonder, <clears throat> is his, uh, his assistant's probably good enough that he, I bet he doesn't even have to like do anything. I bet his assistant 
Jason could mix as like almost as well as he can. Oh, probably. probably. Like, just like uh, I bet he could. He could get away charging eight thousand dollars and not even fucking touching. And dude, just, what's the list of things of that you have to fucking do before? What's the What's the list of things that you have to do before you even start mixing? Besides cleaning up everything and like, I mean, yeah. you name it. And then and then imagine having a sample under every fucking kick drum of the sample that you fucking want. Your yeah. Chris Lord, like you know the Justin or the Jonathan sample that you're like, this is the one that I always fucking use. And like, yeah. I wish that it was there where a fader away where I could just be like, oh, there it is. Yeah. I mean, I just use trigger. So <laughs> there's I that too. I get it. Yeah, in that too. Two seconds. But I mean, I, but, I mean, what if preset. trigger was already loaded? What, what if it was already loaded in every preset and every plugin and every like everything? Well, I already did that. <laughs> I mean, because I edit, set up edited my too. That way. Yeah. Edited too. You have all the all your drum tracks already edited. No, I usually have to edit them. But so you don't need an assistant, is what you're saying? Yeah. If anything, at, you need to at the scale I'm at, which is no work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy i mean dude even even now i feel like people in your case could be doing like mastering or doing like mixing like from home i mean there's so much there's a lot more music getting made now i think i mean if you yeah, get into yeah. chats and say I'll, I'll mix your song here's my shit what do you think and then like if you put utmost into one of the mixing forums and say i mix hardcore and i charge this much a song honestly like, yeah dude we were talking about this before we even started recording like your mixes are solid like yeah, it's, it's good you. shit if you if you went into some forums or into some uh, a couple like audio engineers are really anywhere that people are looking for people to work with like you could get work doing the shit yeah, that you do plenty of work plenty of fucking work on yeah. facebook dude and that's the main thing that a lot of people don't put up is they go like they go like hit me up for this and i'm like dude drop a fucking link and say this is how i mix this is my shit if you want your shit to sound like this like call me and i'll work with you yeah um and that's it like and just put throw an email up that's like some side email that doesn't want to flood your real one yeah it's it's weird i've uh i've tried all these things <laughs> <laughs> really? But, um, I don't know, man. Yeah, I I don't get too much work, but really? I just wrote. Yeah, I just wrote a guide for like musicians to on how to record their own shit at home. Um, That's cool. Why, dude? You're taking work away from yourself. <laughs> no, nah, dude. Because uh, after they record it, maybe they want me to mix it. Oh, fair point. Yeah, maybe is the uh, is the underline there. Yeah, and also <laughs> like you know you want to provide people with value. You know. Yeah, that's no, true. you're right, and I, I appreciate you for that. I, like I do the, agree. That's like I do the, agree with the that. Nikolai Tesla thing. It's like he developed all those patents and then just gave them away. That's yeah, the eighty like, twenty rule. Is the yeah. is 80 percent value, twenty percent handout. Yeah. Also, realistically, like if if I write a guide on how to do all this shit, like you still need an engineer to kind yeah. of. Like, you're not going to learn how to record in a day after reading yeah. a guide. No, know? and and mixing, you know? Like, I mean, you can record all the shit yourself. It doesn't automatically mean that you're going to know how to mix it and make it sound good. Yeah, like, it's um, yeah. takes a lot of ear training, and you'll be like, oh, yeah, like, the bass, like... Like, I feel like when people first start off with uh, mixing... They'll mm -hmm. often think of this as the low end as like, oh, like 80 hertz and below. But yeah. a lot of the times when I want mm -hmm. like the bass to cut through, like the low end of the bass to cut through, I'll boost like 150 and 200. Mm -hmm. Well, because it's the bass that you can actually hear. Like 60 yeah. hertz, you can barely even hear that. You feel it. Yeah. yeah you know? that's a, if you want to hear the bass line, you got to get the mid, the mids of it. 
Yeah, that's the thing. Sometimes, you got to pay attention to the mids a lot more than the top and bottom. I think like cutting mids is where you start to open up things like clarity and like any any instrument is if you understand how to tame those. And then yeah, same things like it, dude. It took it. Swear to God, it took me like seven years to like not be an asshole to a bass guitar. <laughs> it did. It really did. Like dude, my bass my bass used to just be like this like roll off at three hundred. <laughs> oh like, my god! I no, dude, dude, it was funny. It was really fucking funny. And then I was like. When I started doing that, I was like, man, I really just need to like dip out like 500 to 300, like somewhere wherever it sounds like a joke. And then just like, so it has clarity for other things. And actually, to be honest, what he's saying, like boosting some of the lower hundreds, like although it may sound boxy or it may sound low midi, like there's nothing else really that should be playing down there anyway. Yeah, no, you so, give it its space, you know, yeah, like every, exactly. every instrument like, has its spot. Like know? everything might want to be cut out of there, but then you're like, ah, you know, what, bass goes here because yeah. <laughs> there's nothing yeah. else that really plays I down mean, there. Yeah. Like, if you if you look at any of those plugins like our bass or whatever yeah. um all yeah. they're doing is adding like harmonic frequencies in those areas anyway mm -hmm. and that's kind of the areas that cut on all speakers so like 60 hertz is not going to cut through on your iphone or your or whatever <laughs> no, you know? fuck are you no. sure not even the iphone not even <laughs> the iphone x what kind of iphone do you have dude dude the iphone x <laughs> what are we the iphone x has a sub has an 18 inch sub attached how do you put that in your pocket dude very carefully i was listening to some mixes i did like my senior year of high school earlier because we were talking about old old ass mixes and it was i i played bass in that band and i was listening these mixes and it's like all you can fucking hear is the bass guitar yeah <laughs> i was such I an asshole yeah. it's funny like uh a lot of, I, I went to audio school not worth it um but <laughs> god i'm, yeah, I'm glad it. you you're like right on brand with us dude yeah but like all the all the like other students i had like whatever instrument they played that was the loudest thing and yeah i was just like dude like your drums are in the stratosphere you can't hear anything on your drums all you hear <laughs> guitar <laughs> like, but um oh, yeah man. you know i feel like the thing that i try and get the loudest in the mix is like drums bass and then vocals drums and, and vocals man yeah yeah vocals i don't even give a shit about <laughs> I, I feel well, in hardcore it's hardcore i think you can get away with that yeah like I with the like vocals being sort of secondary because they're very distorted and they're they can they can cut through kind of no matter where they are you know vocals are like the easiest thing to mix i think i used to just like flatten it out like i'd get it as fucking thick as possible to where i'm like yeah the vocals are just a volume knob now mm -hmm. like they're so <laughs> fat no really though like hardcore or anything punk or anything aggressive like that i don't want it to be emotional anywhere it's like i want it to be just like it's either there or it's not yeah <laughs> yeah I, and it's very easy to, to squeeze the shit out of those vocals like it feels good and also i think it like i was saying before like when you're like i don't like tappy drums i'm like it or tappy kicks like i'm like it depends on the genre man it really lends that itself to a certain genre and you know what when you're talking hardcore like everything has to be slammed in my eyes and work it's weird though because like when i'm mixing like hardcore i don't do the whole clicky kicks and shit i try to make it sound like a drum kit no i think that sounds better for shit like black metal oh yeah, like, yeah i can see just that. very tappy stuff yeah i'm and i'm i'm even getting better <laughs> with like adding lower tones into my like t my snares now like i really want shit to sound real i kind of want to show them that joke thing that we did that hark the herald angel thing oh yeah mike and i <laughs> we can drop a clip of that jeremy jeremy <laughs> we can drop a clip in right here of uh of this fucking cover that mike and i did of hark the herald angels sing i'm scared Joyful, all the nations rise. Join the triumph of the 
that's uh that's really interesting <laughs> <laughs> i've never heard anybody say that that's uh, uh, uh that's interesting the snare tone is really interesting there's a lot of like bottom end on can i call you john so jonathan it's a good time to ask i mean now that we're an hour and a half in <laughs> no, you only call me jonathan no i'm kidding jonathan no, I all right, like jonathan. People call me john it's just easier i'm in love with it and that was like my by the way, that entire kit has not a single sample in it. I like really love that. Like that was the first time that I had ever realized um, recording in an, in an insanely massive room is a really really powerful tool. Yeah, oh, yeah. they did that at the warehouse of the uh, the. That's where my company. Yeah, I, I I own a production company. That's a fifty five <clears throat> foot by like twenty eight foot by. I think the ceiling is like over 18 feet or something dude that best part is the balcony like we i i swear to god because of the room the i did it well first i did a mono overhead never never really tried that before a mono and it's overhead way, yeah i, I always what? do stereo over, i always wait you've never done that no you're talking about a headache has been erased from mixing it is amazing to have a mono overhead. I had three room mics. I had a C414 that was almost uh, 40 feet away from the drum kit. That wow. was way up in the ceiling, like in the balcony. Yeah, I use C414s as my overheads. Honestly, that mic just alone felt so good. It was just like it... Dude, I swear to God, I love that mic. It it has, it's one of those mics that has like a natural uh -huh. gate in it. It feels, it just, it's like when it hears something that's good, somehow the mic's like, oh, listen to that. All right, don't listen right, to it. Right. It's gone. Oh, listen to that, Tom. Oh, it's gone. Like, it just feels like that. It's so weird. It's almost like a ribbon mic. It, it, it I know it's not, but it's just strange. It like picks every good thing out and just gets a, rid of all the bad shit. Yeah, I know the, the studio I was interning at, he used a pair of uh, 102, 102s or 3s. 102s the are the little mini ones and then 103 which are not bad they're still large diaphragm and they sound fucking amazing <clears throat> yeah. they're just the small ones and then the one probably the 102s the then ones. yeah we did we did gotcha. some vocals with the tlm 103 didn't we yeah one yeah. yeah that was nice that was good shit they sound good for vocals too yeah yeah i used one but, in, um, a, in a vo studio for for years like three years straight what are you guys yeah. using for your rooms the rooms were road uh pencils that were mm -hmm. directed at the kit, so they really got rid of the room, but they like they mattered for distance. They were still condenser pencils. Um, okay, so they're condenser, I, not ribbon. M fives, M fives. No, they're, they're condenser. Yeah, I thought it was the C one thousand that rode. No, those are M fives. The C one thousand, I called. Uh, I put a smash mic, which which uh, when I do tight. that, I put that. Like, I put it like an inch, I, pointing at the drummer's like dick. Because nice. all drummers are boys, and uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> and it, well, I mean, girl drummers have dicks. Come on, no, no, no I'm just joking. No, <laughs> no, but I've heard but, that. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like true. an inch. <laughs> it's like the the diaphragm is right at like uh, it's like flush with the uh, the beater head of the drum, and it's pointing uh -huh. at the drummer's crotch, and it's like an inch above the kick. And I always put like a weird mic in the middle of there just to have it in case I want to like slam it and add it right. in. But sometimes I use it, sometimes I don't. But um, everything was uh, I think I used well. What are John's mics? What are they all? Cads or something? Yeah, no, he uses uh, a lot of Sennheisers. Sennheisers, they were all Sennheisers. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, they were all E series Sennheisers. Different then, John, not you, John. Yeah, top and bottom yeah, I was mic. Confused. It's kind of crazy, like how few Johns there are in the world, and we know another one. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, man, that that drum kit. I mean, that's I couldn't tell you how fast we mixed it and everything because we wanted it ready for Christmas and like dealing with this many people. Like the bassist was playing in San Francisco, Justin was playing in Texas. Um, the crowds and all that shit. It was like last minute and like the mix right. is just like whatever like we just wanted to get it done threw it together so so uh, i just threw I it together that really the quick. snare has a lot of like so the bottom snare the wires are like pretty loose at least that's what i heard oh wow you could hear that much yeah 
that much that kit, very, like, I'll, I'll be honest that kit is a really beautiful sounding kit and that drummer mm-hmm. only did like a take and was like Bye. that's cool yeah, yeah like he's just, a he's a fabulous drummer like he just doesn't yeah he just was like oh this is what you want me to play okay bye no it was just interesting like <laughs> travis barker it was, style. It's, it's interesting to hear like the the wires that loose yeah he he uh he plays it really low that's why i mean yeah he it's like yeah he's got a do you know what vi- kind of snare it was the whole kits that ludwig is pretty famous you can pick that kit out like if you can identify it from the kick uh you can probably pick the kit out i forgot what it was called but um yeah, i i'm using like i have a uh vintage slingerland um, that is a, that is exactly what that is really i believe believe so it might not be really vintage is yours vin- like vintage vintage or a remake uh it's a, a sugarland you mean <clears throat> slingerland uh it's a ludwig it's a 79 slingerland and believe it or not the kick is actually a 2214 so it's like really shallow but it on the utmost sick. albums yeah yeah nice yeah it's like super shallow but it has a ton of punch to it uh and then yeah. the snare is a black beauty yeah i thought this would be funny dude your podcast is like you're very pointed you know you're like mean? you're like we take musicians onto our podcast and we talk about songwriting and ours is like we take people onto our podcast and we talk about bullshit <laughs> <laughs> there you go <laughs> yeah 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 it's fun though man it's fun yeah sometimes it's uh like because i don't write down any questions or anything for the for my podcast i just kind of yeah. Yeah. like free flow it and then see where the conversation takes us so sometimes it's been awkward but whatever <laughs> yeah there's always like sort of weird silences and shit but like especially because this is actually the first uh time that we've had a guest on the show we usually just started That's sick, dude. yeah you're the first guest bro how do you feel can i feel great can you put like cheers and shit in the background that'd be great fuck yeah dude give us a speech and i'll put i'll, I'll do some sound design all right i got you It is our destiny as Americans to send ourselves to the moon. We, by the end of the decade, will go to the moon and we will be there forever. We will colonize the moon, make it red, white, and blue. We're bringing paint, we're bringing bullets, we're bringing guns, and that damn Carol Baskins is going to hell. Fuck yeah, dude. That's a great speech, (laughs) Doug. We're going to go to the moon and fucking stay there. Dude, we're staying. I'm in Texas for this whole thing. God damn. (laughs) It's funny because I'm a Yankee, like straight up. I'm from from fucking Baltimore, Maryland. But like being here is funny as hell because there are a lot of like the uh, they've made specific rules for like gun stores because everybody decided they want to go out and buy guns for (laughs) in the pandemic just in case just in case people start looting. But Dude, they, uh, so now it's like only one person is allowed into the guns and ammunition store at a time. So you have lines out the guns and ammo store. Dude, sometimes you got lines. Sometimes you do. Have man. you ever shot a gun? I've never. I have. I have. A lot yeah, of people say that they fear powerful, and I feel like probably right. I think maybe you're right. Yeah. I. So I'm guessing you're not a gun advocate. <laughs> no, I. I totally think we should be allowed to buy guns and shit. I just. But if it gets you know. your dick hard, maybe you're a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I. Exactly. I have. You put it I, so eloquently. Yeah. Yeah. I have a. I have two firearms, but I don't. I don't fucking care about them. I sometimes. I, it's kind of bad to say. Is like. I almost forget that they exist sometimes. Yeah. No, I think the Second Amendment is very... Is it the second? Yeah, right? It is the Second Amendment, yeah. It's the yeah. third. It's See, the... now I sound like an idiot, but... It's the Fifth um... Amendment, I think. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I think it's totally fine. I think... Because, like, at the end of the day, like, why should you stop people from buying shit that they want, you know? Yeah, that's freedom. 
Yeah. I also think that probably drugs should be decriminalized. Legalize and, all drugs. I think Especially the government if you're a pilot. should just <laughs> the government should just not The government did stop anything. No, the government's turned off right now. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. They flipped just, the switch. They all went home. It's an off switch yeah. when when a president is, doesn't get with when it's, a president doesn't get what they want, they just turn it off. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's kind of like later. powering down your computer after a shitty mix or something. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's like... <laughs> you, you ever it. done that? You ever get to a point with with a mix and you're just like, yeah, fuck this, and you just turn everything off and go to bed? You ever do that? Yeah. Yeah, I've done that a lot. There was like this... Um, this dude sent me like some SoundCloud shit. And... Uh, sorry, that's a uh hiccup but the um <laughs> <laughs> it sounded really i like weird. how you had to identify it yeah i was like Just that's the weirdest we... sound i've ever made in my life um, uh, i'm glad we but, recorded it dude yeah <clears throat> yeah maybe you could use it for your uh sound design stuff i'm gonna sample but, it yeah <laughs> but uh yeah it there was like 20 layers of vocals and none of them made sense and Fuck. uh <laughs> i like how I there was 20 was like, and not one of them made sense yeah i was like yo like can you organize the vocals more like none of them are really like doing anything that makes sense like there's no clear vision mm-hmm. and he was like yeah man i make it 3d <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck does that even mean i was like yeah, all right and then i was like yeah i can't work on this it doesn't make sense to me did you you did, did you, not you turn him down do you only work in 2d yeah i, I only work <laughs> in 2d dude Shit, man. So stupid. That's so crazy. I feel like you're kind of yeah. alienating a whole uh, a whole demographic when you say something like that. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, if you want your vocals to be 3D, then I'm not the guy for you. But you what know, was I like just like just I like, like somebody was different comp- vocal takes all at the same it was, time? Yeah, it was like a ton of different vocal takes. Some of them had effects printed on them. Some of them, like he just kind of stopped in the middle of it, and then <laughs> what? Like, I, w- I was like, I was like, it would make sense if it was like he wanted. To emphasize certain lines but it was literally yeah. like he would stop in the middle of it and then like you know some other take would have the rest of the line but there was takes before that i was like i don't get it you obviously don't understand 3d mixing clearly you don't yeah understand. honestly maybe clearly. if i like you know was a 4d person i like my favorite part that makes me really tear like laugh inside is that someone he had the confidence to say that i make my shit 3d <laughs> Uh, dude, I mean, that's his vision, you know? I guess if that makes sense to him, man. But you're trying <laughs> to convey it to... I mean, I've had, like, a lot of trouble. Because I just started working with this producer who's doing my shit. And, like, being the songwriter behind it, it's kind of hard. It, it, it's a weird situation to be in where you're the songwriter and you're also an engineer on your own time. Because right. I have to... Like, I know his perspective, but I have to try to convey, like, the emotion that I'm trying to get across in the song to this other engineer, right. you know? And I so I can use, like, engineering lingo when i'm talking to him but at the same there's a lot of feely shit that i don't really know how to like quantify in in regular language i can be like oh, i want it to sound like a like you're far away in a church and you're slowly walking away <laughs> or like right. something something weird like that and it's, it's just an interesting spot to be in like I, yeah i noticed that like the the stems you sent me of that one song like his mix was like and my mix were like so different from each other and it was really yeah. interesting yeah. Wait, what did which one did you mix of his? I sent him uh, uh, such distances. Oh, dude, send it to me. Send me the mix. What did you think <laughs> of his mix? Uh, it was interesting. It was like way more. Um, had a lot of top end and things were like super tight. And then mine was a lot more like roomy drums and um, a lot more. Honestly, like the mix I did isn't that great. 
because um, you weren't getting paid for it. No, I, I just <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't referencing it the way I should. No, man, kind of just is what I was saying earlier. Is that's what's cool about what we do is you can send the same files to ten different engineers and get ten different songs back. You know, like the uh, the the engineer is a real part of the creative process. What you choose oh, yeah. to do with the song is like is completely up to you. You know, they're basically another songwriter. Yeah, I want to you hear know? your man. Fuck, I mean, you send me the stems totally for that hardcore song. If I, if I wanted to, like, t- yeah, exactly. Like, if I wanted to take all the stems that you sent me and make like a shitty electronic song, I totally could. Dude, do it. You won't. No balls. <laughs> I'll, uh, fucking, I'll, I'll fucking do it right now, dude. Dude, if you send me that, I would be so. happy. How do I send it to my boy Mike right now? <laughs> Michael, can you email it on your phone? Uh, maybe. You're on your if you can computer. pop open an email, I don't email, know how to like know. chat you in the app or whatever. If you send it to Justin, I'll just somehow, send the link. Ju- honestly, Justin could easily yeah, do this. Yeah, if, if, you, he, if you have an MP3, just shoot it to me. Yeah, if okay. Justin has the mix, <clears throat> yeah, I he sent could it just send Facebook. It. All right, yeah, we'll yeah, do just, this. Yeah, whole, uh, are you guys gonna play this shit even though it's not finished and not out yet? Oh, I don't care. Yeah, dude, fuck it. We've already given a, a snippets of. We've been Justin talking about Justin. Oh, we didn't talk about. Yeah, we each, Mike and I, both went and found like really shitty old mixes that we did. Oh, dude. Dude. Dude, Jonathan, please listen to I thought to you said shit. you would do that. You know, I like Rand- I like Randall's mixing a lot because, like, it, again, it kind of lent... Like, it's one version of what could lend itself to your music. And although he overdoes shit, like, that's the pop guy in me. Like, I don't give a fuck about that. I really don't. There you go. What's funny is I look at this... Uh, this what uh, song should I hear? You pick one. The, all the titles are hilarious. Uh, <laughs> Whoa, oh no. Whoa. Oh, that's a great uh, one. That's a great one. <laughs> I didn't expect that. That yeah. fucking clap sample, dude. Dude, I love that synth. It's like any synth that we wrote was like that. <laughs> that snare is like so interesting. There's like so much like 1K in it. Yeah, that like the ring in it is like it's like a ton of like to me it's like a lot of like 1K ish. It's it's interesting because it sounds like the stick hitting the drum. <laughs> we plan. We planned on that EP. We were like, we have to write that one song on the EP that's like nobody likes. I love like the obvious like auto tune working really hard on the vocals. There. <laughs> yeah, we're not shy about that. You know, like really working. You know, really when you're trying, hard. when you're trying to do that, you know why it sounds like that is because we knew how to sing with an auto tuner. So like the auto tuner doesn't get a chance to shy away from itself or wiggle that much because it was so real time in our ears that we could sing just flat of it to make it like move right it's a technique like i kind of respect people like t-pain it's not that easy oh, yeah, but like unless time. yeah and t-pain's a really great singer to be honest like i mean oh, yeah. but yeah that it's really hard because it's a it's a technique to sing with an auto-tuner not like just you know how trap like rappers just put it on their voice and i'm like why did you put an auto-tuner on a rap that doesn't make any sense but you know who took it to the next level who's that kanye west kanye yeezy <laughs> Dude. Yeezy, bro. Yeezy is Yeezy. The fucking genius. He's a fucking you, asshole. <laughs> what? Bipolar, he's, bro. He's a fucking asshole. No, Kanye is an absolute genius. He's God, I think. Are I'm you not a, even God? I'm not even ironic right now. I literally think he's genius. Oh, you're a you're a Kanye fan. I know. Oh, yeah. I Kanye mean, he's a brilliant. he's an he's an excellent producer, but he's a. I fucking like Kanye's asshole. old shit. Some of his new shit. Call, not a big fan. I miss the old Kanye dropout. I do miss the old Kanye. I miss like <clears> when he was on Chappelle's. 
show rapping Kanye. Oh, fucking Kanye, dude. I think my favorite record by him, honestly, is uh, Life oh, it's of Pablo. Great. Ye- Jesus is man. Jesus is sick, dude. Black Skinhead is like is like a hardcore song. Oh yeah, Watch the Throne is a dope ass fucking album though. Don't even and the beautiful mm-hmm. dark twisted fantasy. Yeah, it's dude. I'm honestly song. like I, I don't know that much Kanye shit. Yeah, no, Kanye is great. I gotta maybe I gotta catch myself up. Jesus is literally like a hardcore record to me. It's so aggressive. You're either thinking of God is or use this gospel. Um, yeah, use this gospel. That's the one I'm thinking. Yeah. Use this gospel. <laughs> no, not good. There, Kenny Didn't G is in he, that he fucking that, song. What, Kenny G like the soprano saxophone player. Yeah, nice. He plays. He plays. He has a solo. Weird. Yeah. This song. Th- this whole album is kind of wild. Um, out of all eleven of the songs, like they mentioned a deity in like four of them in the track names. <laughs> oh, yeah. it's like it's like god, god oh god oh sorry on god god is jesus is lord and follow god what? those are all track names when do you remember in like the early 2000s shit? where every band was like a christian metal band dude hush yael by um now that you mentioned that hush yael by O oh sleeper check that song out I remember again another. Cr- they had some cool shit. They had that like yeah, one music th- video, I think, that was in a barn or something. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Was that like a hardcore joke? <laughs> <laughs> one music. Was there like a light hanging in the? I think so. It, I, this is me joking, and yeah, I don't even know what music video like you're in, talking about. Like but I'm like, I'm sure garage, there was a tungsten light you know? hanging. Probably. Yeah. No, I, th- yeah. I think it was O Sleeper. They had like some music video where some barn was like a venue in their hometown and it was closing. So they did a show and did a music video there. I don't remember. Huh. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, Hush IL is like pretty. These guys are aggressive screamers too, but like uh, everything they write is like fucking biblical. But it's it's serious. It's cool fucking music and they do really, really dissonant like uh arpeggios and shit. It's it's really yeah, funny. And they're <laughs> Yeah, but they do they do the scary one where like everything is like a, a minor second or an augmented fourth, like the harmonies with that line right. is hilarious. Fuck. Like so it's really scary. everything's really scary when they're like, <laughs> it's Fuck, like the brown Listen to Hush Yael. It li- listen to Hush Yael, it's fucking hilarious. This just sounds like every metalcore song. You know, I don't know. My bad, but I'm going to have to head out. Oh, he did it before oh, you us. Son of a bitch. Well, sorry we're going to have to cut you off, John, but we're actually going to end this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck you, bro. Wasting all our time. Shit. That's fine, man. <laughs> it's tradition around here to cheers to something or toast. <laughs> toast to something. You know, cheers to that. <laughs> this is our podcast. Cheers to that. Cheers to. Surviving Corona. Surviving Corona. It's yet to be seen, but it's <laughs> <laughs> open. Well, it was right, awesome bro. talking yeah, to you, man. Yeah, it was good having you, man. Hell yeah, I had a great it was time. Fun. Any final words? Uh, check out Utmost. Check out the Songwriter Speakeasy <laughs> podcast. Check out SecondRiverStudios.com. Second River Studios. All right. He's relentless. He's relentless. You got it all. Plugs. Dude, you got to fucking dude, all. trying. <laughs> <laughs> just bleep. Just bleep it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
Hey, podcast people. This is Justin. And this is Mike. From the toast to this podcast. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you like what you hear, go check us out on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. We'll be posting nude pictures on all of those platforms. (laughs) And if you want to support the channel, we'd really like it if you could share it with your friends or family or anybody that you think would want to listen to our beautiful, sensual voices. And remember our motto, don't don't give give us any money. I really could use some money, actually. I I retract it. All right, one more time. Give Give Justin Justin money. money. Perfect.